Where we're going, we don't need roads. Tell you my story, man. I'm drunk, show up. Beautiful, I'm drunk. You talk. Give me two. Episode of Off Topic with Two Drunk Guys. I'm Sean Macy. I'm Jason McDonald. And uh, today we're here to review Thor Ragnarok. That's right, Thor. Can you believe it? Like I felt like forever. This film was just sort of oh, I'm coming out. I'm talking about it. So excited for it for like what seems to be 18 months or something yeah. like that. But finally, we uh, we saw it and. Um, well, yeah, we go. I guess we're going to do a little uh, spoiler, non-spoiler, or non-spoiler, spoiler. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I don't have a lot of spoilers. We'll uh, see how we go. Yeah, if there's yeah. something I need to reserve for a spoiler territory, we will park it. Definitely, I'll try and catch myself this time. Won't ruin it for anyone out there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, when did you see this film? I actually saw this yesterday, okay. so it is fresh. Nice. Yeah, I saw it on Wednesday night, so it was like an advanced screening. On Wednesday night, yeah. yeah, yeah, advanced screening, but they had the premiere, didn't they, a couple of weeks ago, which um, Shane A. Bassett went to. Yeah, yeah, he was on the uh, red carpet and uh, and yeah, met uh, Chris and the gang and yeah. Mark Ruffalo. Uh, yeah, and I had the op- well, actually no, it was around the time that I was in movie convention, and I didn't get a ticket for some reason. I didn't get an invite. Uh, Disney, no. yeah. Anyway, well, well if anyone out there doesn't know, Shane A. Bassett is our uh, on-site critic we can call him you know whatever we can really but he's a guy that calls in every so often works with a lot of the newspapers uh in uh, new south wales australia radio programs oh that beer is good sean is it yes uh what do you want again oh han super dry i i I hesitated because i thought (laughs) like i'm sure everyone out there just knows now that you're also always drinking han super dry i know i can't go anywhere else now i can't get off it i just love it you need to be sponsored by them yeah well there's an idea yeah (laughs) (laughs) so um so you went Thursday, was it like during the day or at night or did you go by yourself? Yeah. Uh, what so was the story? I, I, I went at night. Uh, I went to an 8.30 session. I went, okay, a little bit later. Yeah. And this obviously, this came out, The usually everything comes out on Thursdays in Australia. This actually came out on a Wednesday and not at a midnight screening to sort of say, oh, we're, we're actually following the rules, but actually... I yeah, kickoff four. was about 6 p.m. or yeah. Yeah, somewhere around there. So they had like a couple of screenings in a couple of key locations. Uh, yeah. Well, Everywhere. Yeah, the main <laughs> megaplexes, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, uh, I went to 8.30, but it, even on, what was it, yesterday? Uh, it's a Thursday. So it's, a, it's really, it's an opening day, I would say. It wasn't very busy. Oh, okay. The, the cinema is in general, but Thor wasn't very busy. And there was only one um, screening every hour, which I don't know. I just, it, it occurred to me at that time. I remember a, a, a day where if this type of film opened, 
they would have two or three cinemas dedicated to it, showing it every half hour. Oh, I don't know. I think on the hour, every hour is still pretty good these days. But but only four. Mm. It was only four for Thor. <laughs> four for Thor. Yeah. And what's interesting is you're saying that the uh, audience um, were only about, what, half full? Or? Yeah, I mean half. Yeah. Okay. So and, and, and a lot of those was the Fijian rugby league team that are here for the World Cup. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, it was so funny because they were sitting up the back right corner and, you know, it was nice to see all big, you know, blokes and lots yeah. of stuff. All in the couple seats and having, yeah, for, for one person, yeah. Yeah, I don't go to a cinema that's good enough to have um, couple seats or any other seat for that matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they uh, Anyway. You just sit on the uh, stairs in the aisle. Yeah, pretty much. Just lay down, yeah. Uh, no, they had the guys up in the back corner and one of this older gentleman came down and complained uh, about them making noise before the film had even started. Yeah. And I just thought, you really want to start that with the Fijian uh, rugby league yeah, team? Like they, were be- they were being really good. Oh, of course, yeah. I-, I-, I had absolutely no complaints. They were exemplary. But like- you wouldn't want to get on the uh, wrong side of them. No. So that's what <laughs> I thought. Why is this guy stirring trouble? And before the film as well. Come on. Well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, people are talking around me. They're on their phones. They're, you know, doing that stuff. As long as when the film starts, everyone's quiet, we're That's happy, right. and, and my, they were. So. My tolerance during the trailer is probably about a, a six or a seven, maybe an eight, pizza yeah. an eight. Yeah. But my tolerance at the start of the uh, the opening credit is zero. <laughs> oh, exactly, yeah. Be uh, quiet. Well, I saw it on the Wednesday night. Now, interestingly, I had a pretty much a full uh, screening. So I'm thinking, you know, 95% um, uh, sold out. Yeah, okay. So when we're talking about this film, you know, the, the, the big factor of Thor is the comedy. So it, what I'm, I'm interested to see how you go versus me with a full cinema and you with half full cinema. Are you saying that already seeing this film, you come out going, oh, this is comedy, or going into this film, you're going, I'm going to see it because it's funny? No, what I'm saying is that the, um, uh, the audience participation in a comedy, if yeah. it's a full cinema, can make such a difference. Yeah, definitely. Because everyone's into the humour and they start to build on laughs, right? Yeah. If you watch a comedy by yourself or a lighter audience, it really can make a difference. Yeah, I mean, it, it could almost uh, falsely come across as crickets. You know, like Correct. If, you're, if you're not hitting, hitting all the jokes. Correct. And then yeah. there's, there's that. Or... Um, or you can be, you know, led into, uh, you've been sucked into the uh, the ambience and the, and the vibe. Yeah. And then you walk out. Like, I remember when I watched, um, uh, I think it was, you know, it was like uh, Bridesmaids. Great, great comedy, right? Yeah. I watched it at uh, Chicks at the Flicks, which is just basically was 95% female. Yeah. And I watched it that night and everyone was just roaring laughing and, and it deserves that, right? Sure. But then on the second time when I watched it at home, I, I really, I, it wasn't as funny to me. It was still a great <laughs> movie, don't get me wrong. But yeah, yeah it, it definitely had gone down a, a notch or two in the comedy you know, um, yeah, aspect. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it will be interesting to talk about the comedy. I think that's probably one of, one of the major talking points about this film. So you want to go through uh, some of the facts? Yeah, please. Let us know. I'll keep it tight. I'll keep it tight. So Thor, I, I can't even say it, Thor, <laughs> <laughs> Thor Ragnarok is the uh, third entry into the franchise within, within the larger MCU, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's the 17th uh, Marvel film since their uh, phase one launch. It's directed by uh, Taika Waititi, who did, uh, you'll know him from, uh, he directed What We Do in the Shadows and Hunt for the uh, Wilder People last year. Yeah, the Shadows film was in my six-year hole of not watching. So you haven't seen the no, film? No, so I need to see that. Someone okay. mentioned to, uh, that to me today. Uh, I have seen the Wilder People and loved it. 
World, World of Evil is a gem. It's yeah. a gem of a film. Very quirky. Love it. Very quirky. Yeah, well, uh, Shadows is like a spoof almost. Really uh, yeah. off the wall, off the wall. Uh, obviously stars uh, Chris, Chris Hemsworth, uh, we know from uh, Rush and Black Hat, Vacation and Ghostbusters. I'll go through the cast in quite detail, but this is one of the points. This is one of the talking points, right? Okay. Uh, Tom Hiddleston, uh, he's from Kong, uh, Kong Skull Island, Crimson Peak and Night Manager. Kate Blanchett from Benjamin Button, Lord of the Rings, Carol. Idris Elba from Dark Tower, Gunman, Beast of No Nation. Tessa Thompson from Creed and, and Selma. Uh, we have Jeff Goldblum from The Fly, Independence Day yeah. and Jurassic Park. Carl Urban from Star Trek, Dread, Lord of the Rings. Mark Ruffalo mm. <laughs> from Spotlight, Begin Again, and Now You See Me. Anthony Hopkins from Everything. And uh, Taika Waititi himself as well. The director was also in this movie, which I'll, we'll talk about. So that went on there for a bit, but that is certainly shows you the star power that, that Marvel are collecting in each, uh, you know, each individual film and then the greater universe, you know. Yeah. That's massive. That's a huge cast. That's a Woody Allen cast. <laughs> right the only difference is I get paid millions and millions of dollars to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do Woody Allen for passion. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, yeah. I heard the other day uh, uh, Kate Winslet was talking about her role in the, the upcoming uh, film that he has. That, um, I can't think of it right now, but I'll look it up in a second. Yeah, uh, but I yeah. can't recall that. Yeah, and, and uh, she was saying that yeah, you don't do his films for love. You do it for the freedom um, of what he gives you to, to become like this real character. Yeah. You know, and you know, you, everyone knows his universe now, Yeah, his world, so they enjoy that. That's good. So Disney what, have yeah. spent $180 million on this film, which is a fair, fair check. Uh, the runtime is two hours and 10 minutes, which is, you know, probably on the lighter side for uh, one of these, but still Two uh, hours beefy. and 10 minutes. Yep. Okay. Yeah, obviously, the best comp for this is Thor 2 and probably Avengers. It's released in Australia this week, as Sean said, and it's released in the US next week, actually. Now, when you say comp, explain to some of the listeners out there. Oh, okay. So a comp, means. sorry. Yeah, I was just talking jargon then. Thank yeah, you yeah. for picking me up. So comp is like a companion title. How would you best match this title with another title? Or and like I've talked about in the past, watch it if you liked X. Yeah. A comp title is a companion title for... Cool. And besides any obvious um, reasons for having a companion title, I mean, what, why do you? Why does that come to your mind every time you think of a? Companion? Oh, every time I buy a film uh, for home entertainment, I have to find a uh, a couple of companion titles. And the better the uh, the closer I get to the number, is really comes down to how rich the companion titles are. So the better I get the companion titles, the closer I'll get to uh, getting the the buy right on that film. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, that's good. Uh, just very quickly, that Woody Allen film was uh, Won the Wheel. Oh, okay. I haven't heard of that. Oh, oh, wow. It looks amazing. And uh, hopefully, it's because it's got Jim Belushi in it. Oh, And I'm back. hoping it's a comeback. A yeah. resurrection. Yeah, and, and he plays somewhat a character you would imagine him to play, which is kind of a drunkard. Cop. Yeah, probably <laughs> cop, yeah. Um, but it's got uh, Juno Temple, Justin Timberlake, Kate Winslet. Um, and then, you know, the cast sort of goes on with lots of other people you've seen in his world before. Yeah. Oh, good. All right. And that's probably, what, released in maybe 2019 or probably 2018, I'd say. Yeah. It doesn't really say here. I didn't see it, it on the movie 2017, actually. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. But it says it's in the upcoming column, okay. so we'll see. 
So yeah, we we uh, Australia has uh, this movie Thor Ragnarok a week before the US, which is uh, interesting. Um, the box office uh, expectations on this for opening week is around ninety million in the US and around nine million here in Australia. Um, the, the only thing to that, which is a thing, is obviously Stranger Things is, uh, as we, we talked about in the uh, episode uh, previously, that Stranger Things is um, opens is available to watch on Netflix this weekend. Yeah. So I actually think that might put a dent in um, in box office in general. Yeah, I guess. Like, what are you doing gonna... this weekend? Yeah, Every, exactly. Everyone's kind of watching it. You don't want to be the guy who rocks up to the office on Monday and you haven't seen Stranger Things, right? Yeah, fair enough, yeah. So it takes out 10 hours I wasn't on weekend. board last week, but this week I'm on board because it's now, we're, we're, it's happening. <laughs> so you're taking you know 10 hours of your weekend to watch that. Yeah. So Thor becomes a bit of a, an issue. But anyway, it'll be interesting to see how that affects it, if, if at all. I'm not going to be able to watch that uh, Stranger Things until January. Oh, <laughs> so you're that guy. Oh, don't be that guy. Like three months? What? Yeah, I'm just going to have to you're busy. dodge everyone, oh. wear a T-shirt saying, do not talk about Stranger Things. <laughs> um, so what do you think? The movie? Uh, a couple of little things. Hang on. What, last oh, thing, I think. Critically, yeah. uh, it's going very well on Rotten Tomatoes uh, with 96%. Yeah. So the critics are loving this film, which is, which is it was great, yeah. but interesting at the same time. Uh, yeah, that's that's that that's the formal stuff. Now, awesome. What, yeah, what do I think? Yeah, in a nutshell. In a nutshell, I love this film. Love this film. Love it. It's everything that I wanted it to be. Yeah, and more. Yeah, yeah, more for Thor. Well, yeah. I mean, the only thing I the only thing I'm um uh I'll reserve for is I need to see it a, a second time because a big part of this movie is the humor, right? The oh comedy. yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, and it's it's completely from um. Taker, right? Like Taker Waititi is just all over this film. His comedy is yeah, written all the way through it, right? And yeah. you can tell there's a lot of ad-libbing in the film. And and for the most part, it really works for me. Yeah. I'm sure like, you know, there's different strands of humor and different types of comedy and it may not, may not suit everyone. Yeah. Well, what about the last uh, two Thor films? How did you feel about them just as films and how did you feel about them as – Comedy, like as comedy rating against this one. Yeah, is um, is this a test? No, 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 okay, no, no. I'm interested. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually interested. <laughs> well, it's really, it is actually really interesting because Thor had moments of humor and generally just a very good film. I felt uh, Thor two went for the comedy angle and it almost becomes silly in a negative way for me. Yeah, okay. So I didn't mind the film, but on second watch, I was like, you know what, that's. Under, underneath the comedy, it's actually quite empty. And so Thor 2 is in one of those kind of that third tier Marvel film for me. Yeah, yeah. But this one, and I need to see it twice to yeah. make sure that this isn't empty underneath. And I'm sure it's not empty underneath. I really don't think so. Yeah. The comedy is, you know, a hundredfold on top of Thor 2 even. But um, the action and the story and the characters uh, and the special effects, which is obviously why you go see a Marvel film, uh, are wonderful. Do you think that this film will get to the level of Army of Darkness, the way Army of Darkness did for? Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it's, that's a um, that's a good little comp there, almost because it's the humor is off the wall, right? Yeah, it's almost Monty Python esque, mm-hmm. like very, very Kiwi Aussie. Yeah, 
humor. So I'm really interested to see how the Americans react to this. So visually it looks amazing. The story, I think, for the most part is I think most fans will be pretty happy. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how the, the Americans take on the that kind of real rich Kiwi humor. We should probably say as well, both you and I come into this film not reading any Thor comic uh, I would say my life. Correct. And probably in your life. So no, we're, we're, I haven't. Yeah, we're both coming in from uh, a purely entertainment point of view. Purely entertainment. Movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, and reading some comics in our lifetime, obviously. But yeah, and look, we have Thor. a greater understanding of Marvel and DC and all that kind of thing. But yes, I've never read a Thor comic. Yeah. Um, so I do have a, I do, interestingly, just on that note very quickly, I have two friends who are really, um, you know, I guess comic nerds, really. Yeah. And they, they understand the, the source comic and they've read the book, you know, the comics when they were younger and blah, blah, blah. So they're purists, I guess. And, and they were actually um, not loving this film. Right? So right. that's, that's yeah. interesting. And they, they thought that the, the comedy was too thick and too fast and too much and taking away from the story a little bit. Yeah. I agree with that comment on movies like Thor 2 and Avengers 2, um, Age of Ultron. The, the, the comedy was too too much. And over, you know, when the action was happening, I didn't actually care for, you know, whether they were going to die or not or, you know, they were, they were actually under risk or whatever. But. Yeah. Well, I'll give you my view on the comedy, which is simple. You know, I, first of all, I love I love the film. Really enjoyed it. Walked out in a high. Really liked the comedy. So that was great. Yep. The, the rest of the other two films, um, are, I enjoyed the first Thor. The second one I didn't enjoy. Um, for similar reasons to what you've already um, said. But this one, the comedy was so funny and so great that it, I'm, I'm confused. I'm on a fence <laughs> about whether, whether I will continue to love this film forever. And, and here's my reasons. Hear me out. If this director doesn't direct the rest of the series from now on, you've just had a tonal shift. Yeah. Um, to a movie, and that's why Army of Darkness came to me because obviously you have two fairly serious films before that in Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. But it was the same director, right? Same, yeah, same yeah. director. But then he had a tonal shift just in that and it became a cult classic and so forth. Whereas this is a different director but still a, a, it's the same sort of, I feel, tonal shift. So even though there was humour in the other two films, nothing like this. Like this was a yeah. comedy yeah. and a comic book film. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, we've talked about it so many times on the podcast that this year's been weak for comedy. Yeah. I, honestly, without a word of a lie, this for me, as we sit here right now, is the number one comedy of the year. Yeah, it had more, it's had more laughs, laughs than any film that we've seen. Yeah. Yeah, easily. And that's all you can say, right? So yep. therefore, it's the number one comedy of the year. We still have a few to come up. Yeah. So then, but, so this is why like, I, ca I can't get into a frame of mind of do I like it, do I not? Because this is the rabbit warren I go down. Yeah. I go into, well, what's it going to do for other directors and the rest of the series if they want to do Thor coming in? How, how are they going to work that in? Are they, when Thor joins the Avengers again and he becomes a bit more bland, then how does that work with the rest yeah. of the series? You, you've done such a good job at making it so funny that that's what I want to see now all the time. Going forward, And if it's yeah. not, I've, I might feel fat. Now, yep. is, is that right or is it wrong? Like to, to have eternal change like that? Time will tell, right? Well, th again, this is where we go into another split. It's, well, it's for business. Yeah, so As, can we talk yeah. about that for a sec? Sure. So let, let's talk about the background behind this film, right? Yeah. 
So Thor is the weakest box office of all the Avengers. Yeah. Thor 1 and 2. 2 was two did more than 1, but it didn't do great business, right? Compared to the others like Captain America and, and yeah. Iron Man, right? Um so Kevin Feige was like, well, what do we do here? He had he took a risk on this film. He said, why don't we just change it up? Completely change it up, which is exactly what you've said, yeah. right? From Thor 2 and 1. And so that's why they they brought in um Taiki and 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 he Taika, sorry, and he did what he did. And Give it a very that, Guardians of the Galaxy 80s feel, you know, like yeah. with the, the posters retro, and the yeah. colours yeah. and the um, Game, soundtrack. Gaming, retro kind yeah. of, yeah. And I think it's paid off in spades, but we won't know until it's released and, and it does whatever it does in the box office. But I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they increase the box office by at least 50%, if not more. Yeah, oh, sure. I just got this feeling because everyone's talking about the film yeah. and it is the third entry and, and that's not normally the case, right? But yeah. I take my hat off for them taking a risk and throwing something at the wall and see what sticks. And, and you know, they've got their genre, their subgenres. You know, Captain America is like this espionage thriller yeah. happening with Winter Soldier and I like how they're doing that. And guess what? I mean, Thor... I don't know what Thor is. It's a bunch of stuff, really, isn't yeah. it? Like it's what is I'm saying. So, as a standalone film, I'm completely on board with every decision made in that movie. You know, all the the, the jokes, the yeah. the way they went with um, you know, the, as a soundtrack, the '80s sort of feel to it, and all that stuff. I, I'm all on board. I, I want it to say, as part of a series, is where I'm really unsure. Yeah, as to. What, like I'm sure they've got plans where you go from here. Well, I, mean, I think you're right, though. Well, I, I tell you what, if this movie is successful, why wouldn't they just get Taika to direct the next film? I mean, that makes sense. Oh, of course. Right? So yeah. the tonal it doesn't totally shift again yeah, for yeah. the third or second or third time. Yeah, which is what you'd hope to do. And yeah. Do you think that um, Deadpool had any influence? <laughs> um, in terms of, you know, Deadpool came oh. out, it was so funny. It took a risk. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it did. I mean, let, let's put it down right now that the humour is actually different. Oh, uh, completely. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, it just opened the doors for, yeah, people to come in and say, all right. 100%. Audience have taken to this, yeah. Yep. Let's let's try something different. They learned from Deadpool, Logan followed, and yeah. now hopefully Ragnarok. Cool, man. Uh, did you know that I had no idea Kate Blanchett was in her in the film? Oh, before you uh, watched the film? I Not at all. I watched that trailer, the first one, several times, and I thought it was Maggie Siff. And if you don't know who Maggie Siff is, she looks like that person, uh, the Queen of Death or whatever in yeah. she was. That's who, she, that's who Maggie Siff is, that person, right. except with slightly higher cheekbones. Because she was throwing me off thinking, that's Maggie Siff, but with bigger cheekbones. I just Maybe they did that for the show. And you're like, who's Maggie Siff? She's from Billions. Right, which I haven't seen. Yeah, she's yeah. great in that yeah, as well. Right. Um, right. Yeah, fantastic, man, honestly. Well, yeah, well, it, was, it was Kate Blanchett, and I thought, um, I love Kate Blanchett. Man, she's one of yeah. the best Australian exports without question for me, and I just love her. Now, she's brilliant in this film. However, she's not the best character. So no, I wouldn't say no. she's, sorry, I'll rephrase that. She's not brilliant. She's she's very good, and as you would expect. Yeah. But she's not the best character in this film, which is amazing, really, because she, she had a juicy role. She was, you know, um, her name was Hella, yeah? Hella, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hella, yeah. <laughs> God of death, yeah? <laughs> um, yeah, and um, anyway, she, she was really good, and she looked fantastic. I loved her get up and, you know, yeah. the kind of the, the horns and all she that. She really was. gave the catwalk a, yeah. a run, like, for its money, you know, just... 
every time she went anywhere, hips swayed and so she just controlled. There was many great moments in this film, but you got to hand it to Chris Hemsworth and um, and Tessa Thompson, who played Valkyrie. Yeah. Those two were just on fire. Like uh, this movie plays to Chris Hemsworth's comic timing and yeah. how he carries on. Now, you know, I'm going to be fair. I'm going to be realistic here. He pulled off 90% of the delivery or humor was spot on. There was 10% that didn't quite work sometimes, you know, but they were throwing so much comedy at it, you know. Um, but, yeah, but for the most part he got it right. And Tessa Thompson, who I said before is from Creed, who I thought was amazing in Creed, um, she plays Valkyrie and she own, whenever she's on screen, she owns it as well. She, yeah. was, she was excellent. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about quickly was, uh, which I was surprised, well, I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised by, is in all the trailers they had the Led Zeppelin song, right? Yeah, they did, yeah. Which, uh, I think it's called uh, Immigrant Song. Uh, yeah, yeah, that one. Really it, yeah. Oh, you got up high last week. Yeah, <laughs> not, not today. So, yeah, immigrant, uh, immigrant Song, right, from Led Zeppelin 3. Now, in the movie... Normally they just use it for the trailer and then that's it. You never see it in the movie. So this this song is mo- used in the movie two or three times to great effect. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They cut it in at the right point. Oh. Yeah, for again for almost comedic effect at times or that or for awe. Yeah, because it's so over the top. Yeah, right. But it just and mm. Led Zeppelin was always yeah full on. So I really love that. I love the fact that there was actually uh, in the movie as well as the trailer that worked for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you know, uh, sorry, I had these guys behind me. Oh, the Fiji guys? No, they were up in the back corner. Right, right. And I had these, uh, worked out to be, you know, film geeks and comic geeks behind me mm-hmm. the whole time. And uh, I think you're about to go on to... Um, were they doing commentary, were they? Or they? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, no, really? No, it wasn't, actually didn't bother me okay. for once. But um, th- their favourite part of the film is another actor that I'm sure you're about to... to, to bang, bang on about? Yeah. Who, who are we talking about? Jeff. Oh, Goldblum. Yeah. Yeah, so well, can I just say, he plays a character called Grandmaster. Yeah. Like, you know, come on. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to be someone, Grandmaster. Look, oh, sorry, did, do you have, what were they saying about Oh, him? no, well, just uh, as the film was finishing, we're waiting to see, uh, as I texted you, in fact, to say, hey, what's coming after? Because um, I waited for that moment that we spoke about Um you know, Marvel like to put on little Easter eggs at the end of... Yeah. Uh, yeah. So... Uh, well, mid- there's a mid-credit sting mid-credit. and then a post-credit So sting, after yeah. the mid-credit, I texted you because obviously the longest part is sitting there waiting for the end credit. Yeah. I, I, I wish I didn't wait for the end credit. I'm not going to say what it is because yeah. there's, there's no point. It's not actually that cool. Yeah. Um, but there is an end credit and it involves him. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Look, I thought... Um, yeah, Jeff is so quirky, right? He owns quirk and and... and He's been wonderful in so many movies and, and TV. But, look, I thought he was good in this role, good to great, you know. He was fun. Um, but he didn't steal the show for me, you know. Uh, he's, he's Jeff Goldblum in everything he does, isn't he? And Right. And and Tyker just played to that so well, you know, the director, yeah. Uh, one of my favourite characters, i got to tell you, that was an absolute uh, scene stealer, was Taika Waititi himself, who played a character, a CGI character named Korg. Korg, yeah. He was like a rock, rock. rock monster, yeah. kind of, yeah. Well, honestly, he had probably the most laughs out of out of anyone, I would think. And yeah. he, he'd just go on this um, 
on this kind of riff and just it was great, right? I don't know if you uh, saw him on the Sunday Project. He yep. actually sat on with Chris Hemsworth and Mark Ruffalo. Um, <laughs> and by the way, I was supposed to work that episode, but I gave that shift away. Right. And, um, <laughs> and I could have had Chris Hemsworth right there. Nice. And all of those. Anyway, he was saying the fact that basically um, he was like, well, I could hire someone to do it, but what did I expect this person to sound like? He was saying that he wanted the, the character to sound a certain way, so he could have hired somebody to do it, but he knew that he just wanted this character to sound like a Auckland bouncer. Yeah, right. Well, he nailed that. Hasn't he? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, it was, you know, sometimes you get into a film and you know that things are funny, but then they always bring in another sidekick. Yes. And they try and take that even further with that sidekick, and it's just, it, it ruins the movie. Yeah, it could end up being Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right? This was one of the greatest yeah. uh, cameos yeah, or whatever you want to call them. Whatever you want to call them, yeah. He was, he was wonderful and, and he just like ad libbed and he just would you can just tell he was just spitballing, right? And it just worked so well. Some of the, I, I can't wait and I can't wait to watch it a second time to get some of the jokes that I was like missed because I was laughing uh, yeah. so much, you know? It just so, because it was so, <laughs> the character is just so deadpan yeah. almost, you know, it doesn't know that he's being funny. Yes. But he's funny. Yeah, the whole time. Well, I, I saw it with uh, my mate Richard, and for the whole way back from the cinema back to his house in the car, we were quoting Cork. <laughs> Cork. Not quoting, we were just mucking around <laughs> as if we were like Auckland bouncers, right? <laughs> Yo, bro, the foundations are. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It was so Anyway. I just like, uh, you know, and I can't give too much away, yeah. you know, but it's not ruining anything. But after one of the major battle scenes, he's standing there with uh, a particular person in tow. And he's yeah. like, yeah. I was just down there in the battle and I, I, I tread on him, you know, and uh, I squashed him. So, uh, yeah, I've just been carrying him around. That was so good. Like, to yeah. anyone listening to this hasn't seen yeah. the film, have no idea what I'm talking about. But that was a great scene. And the, uh, oh, there goes another Doug. <laughs> another anyway. Doug. For those who haven't seen it, man, yeah. do yourself a favour. For, for that alone, it's, it's classic, <laughs> classic. Uh, um, what else did I have? Um, uh, oh, uh, I really want to talk about uh, a little, um, I guess, a cameo, a couple of cameos. This is almost spoiler territory. Or, or I'm not sure. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go with it. Let's. Let, let, why don't we say spoiler? And then okay, we'll just, right. yeah. This is Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to put a, an effect over that, but yeah. we'll see. <laughs> but sometimes it's fun, you know, just yeah. to do that. So. It's a really light spoiler if, if you haven't seen it, but it's just something to look out for if you haven't, okay, and you're still listening. Yeah. So there's a scene when they go on to um, Asgard, when uh, Thor first arrives back on Asgard. Yeah. And, um, and Odin... Odin <laughs> is is watching a play that's done for for him, right? Yeah, yeah. And the play is with um is with uh, uh with Odin and Thor yeah. and another character, yeah. right? But it's just like a, a reenactment almost I, of, a, of a famous battle, right? Yeah, okay. You with me? Yeah, yeah. I, I know exactly where we are. And if because I just thought, is that? But I I don't know. I haven't looked it up. So right. I'm interested to hear this. So. So they're all dressed up as Thor and Odin. Yep. Now, Odin is played by the wonderful Sam Neill. 
Yes, right? that was great. Which is great. Yeah, yeah. And looks exactly like Anthony Hopkins, you know, dressed yeah. up. Thor is played by his brother, Liam Hemsworth. Oh, yeah. I was thinking he looks just like him. I know, yeah, right? I thought they just got... But not. Quite. I thought they just said to the stunt double, hey, man, we're going to put you in today. That is his brother. Fantastic. Yeah, like, there's stuff like that is so yeah. good, you know. Who, who played Loki? Uh, I'm I'm, I'm I'm not sure. Uh, I did I did look it up actually. I'm not sure. Because uh, just for a moment, I just thought is that Matt Damon. But you know, I'm oh, sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's Matt Damon. Is it actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Oh my god! I guess yeah. it just it, it it didn't look like Matt Damon, but it looked like Matt Damon. Yeah, I, it was I, Matt I, Damon. That. And that's why I was cr- sorry. I forgot about that. I thought you were talking about the female, but yeah, and it's um it's Matt Damon. <laughs> and. And he doesn't have a great, like, it's not a great part. You know what I mean? It's not like. It's, like, uh, it's wonder, almost what, like he's just turning up on Jimmy Kimmel what's, yeah. in the background. What's <laughs> the connection? I don't know. I've got to find out that connection. Yeah, because obviously you understand Sam Neill, who's New Zealand. Yeah, I'll completely. Yeah, yeah. yeah Kiwi. Yeah. Uh, Liam, Liam Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Yeah. Is a Hemsworth. Yeah, man, Matt Damon. <laughs> That's great. That's so good. Oh I need to gosh. watch this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so there's so many of those kind of things, and it's, it really is a gem of a film for me. I can't wait to watch it a second time to just see how the humour sits with me, because if it still sits me, with me well and it still works and it's layered, yeah, man, this movie's a, this movie's a cracker. Yeah, definitely <laughs> cracker. So yeah. I guess um, and the other thing I wanted to briefly talk about was um, the the banter between um, Banner and Thor. Or Mark Ruffalo and Chris Hemsworth, when they were when uh, when Mark was Banner, yeah, was almost like a Shane Black buddy cop actioner. Oh yeah, you, you with me? Like a Lethal Weapon or something like that. It yeah. was kind of nice, you know. They're just back yeah. and forth and. Uh, look, I love good dialogue in films. That's why you know early Kevin Smith. Um, yes. I enjoyed because the dialogue was thick and fast and funny. Yep. And this, uh, I'm not going to say it's like Kevin Smith dialogue, but it certainly has its own um, style. You know, and I think because of that improv, because of that freedom that he gives the actors and his humor, no doubt going, you know, hey, wouldn't this be funny? <laughs> I just, I love this guy. Yeah. He's, I can't wait to see more of his films. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Now, would you go back catalogue? Um, yeah, I'll go and watch that uh, film you mentioned before. Yeah, and I think before that was uh, Boy. Is it a movie called Boy from memory? Right. Yeah, I think I may have... Kiwi film? Said, oh, I, I'm going to watch I'm gonna watch all of these, yeah. yeah. He's that good. Yeah, do definitely see uh, What We Do in the Shadows because, yeah, uh, yeah. even though it goes on the same kind of uh, beat the whole movie... That one joke is pretty bloody funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, I won't say any more. Anymore, but yeah. Um, now, so what? I mean, is there anything else you wanted to talk about with the film? And no, I was just going to give you up? my um, summary. My, my summary. What do you yeah. Because because I, I, I okay. Well, this is it. Um, there's not much more to say about the film because uh, whether it's a standalone or part of a series, obviously it's part of a series. It's a great film. It's a great film, and what happens from here is. Um, their business, not not mine. You know, I, I pay money to enjoy myself and I enjoyed myself a hell of a lot. Yeah. So uh, this is a rush to the cinema and watch it. Even if you're not a massive comic book fan, I think the comedy, the comedic talent of these guys um, will allow you to enjoy um, the parts. Something that, out of this world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, completely. yeah I completely agree with so, that. So yeah, mine, mine's just get to the cinema. 
run, run. almost run. run. Yeah. Can I just ask, we didn't really flesh out the uh, the 50% audience, so how'd that go with you? Were they all into the film? Were they cracking up? There was enough laughter to keep you going, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah it wasn't wasn't like small cla- clattering or, you know. Yeah. It was definitely um, people whistling and... There's so much different levels of humor in here. Like I said, there's a, that Kiwi humor, the Aussie humor, the general humor, and almost Monty Python-esque physical humor. Uh, that there was times where the whole audience were were up in you know like roaring, laughing, but then there was other times where it was just me out loud by myself uh, <laughs> cracking yeah. up, right? And then then there was Richard who was just by himself cracking up, and then this guy over here. And the, do you know what I mean? There's so much there to to enjoy. Yeah. My summary is um, this is easily the best thought. For me? Yep. Easily. Uh, and we will talk about it in our episode with our, with our top five. Yeah, but, definitely. Um, this is in my top three Marvel films of all time, in my opinion. But all I do right. need to watch it a second time. I do definitely need to watch it a second time. There, other than the comedy, which is almost 10 out of 10, there's still so much going on here. I love the universe they created. I love the the battles, the action, the sci-fi, the world, the, the retro uh, world that you, you were talking about, the characters, the actors. They were so, so deep. And there was even moments of, uh, you know, there was still plenty of story there and there was moments of feeling as well. Yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. I had no idea it was two hours, ten minutes. What did you feel like? Oh, like it was over in a moment. Right. For me. Yeah. Yeah. But if you go back and think about it, it covered so much. You know? No, definitely. They, yeah. yeah. It, it's great. That's a, I, uh, anyway, yeah. I agree with you, man. I'm going, I'm saying run out to the cinema and watch this film. It's a, it's a, it'll be, it'll be high on my top 10 come the end of the year, I think. Uh, and I'm, I can't wait to watch it a second time. Folks, you hear, you heard it here first, maybe second. Possibly third. Yeah. But you let's go with the trilogy thing, yeah. (laughs) Uh, if you uh if you want to listen to some of our back catalogue reviews, jump on to yeah to off uh off topic with two drunk guys. (laughs) I'm drunk already. (laughs) Uh, off topic with two drunk guys, go and check out some of the ones mother. That's on there. Mother yeah. is on there. American Maid's on there. Yeah, American Assassin. We've got coming. Uh, yeah, there's, there's so many. Home Again. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're going to have a little special treat for all of you guys out there. We're going to have Stephen King's It coming out for Halloween this week. Yes. Going to cut that baby out of nice. one of our uh, old, old, old episodes. We tried it out, but... That's a great review. When we were so young. Myself. Um, and uh, possibly we helped that film become the biggest horror ever. Oh, clearly it was us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and Shane A. Bassett joins us for that talk. So we'll pop that out on Halloween. Ooh. Thanks for listening. <laughs>